This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. All right, let's uh, let's get right to it. We do it on Fridays. It's the roundtable. Camelot. Camelot. It's only a model. From ESPN Asheville at ESPN Draft Nerd, Jeremy Green and Josh Graham at Josh Graham Radio, Sports Hub Triad. There's Josh. We're still waiting for Jeremy. There's Jeremy. All right. Gosh, I'm so excited. I am so excited. I'm going to start with you, Jeremy, because you are uh, your. If if Josh had a better Twitter handle, I would have started with him. But ESPN Draft Nerd wins. Um, who would you take number one if you were the Carolina Panthers? Bryce Young, and I wouldn't even think about it. And the minute that whoa, they whoa, made whoa, whoa, trade, whoa, 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 did you say C.J. Stroud the last time we talked? I thought they were going to take. Oh, CJ okay. Stroud. I just, I just want, I just want to see. I just want to see. All right. That's, For me, it's and that's Bryce okay Young. either way. He's got the better tape, and then the. I always get nervous when the week of the draft you start hearing all of these negative things about guys because it means that teams are floating them kind of to position their fan base of we're not going to take this guy. Indianapolis is who I think is doing a lot of this because they want Will Levis. There's nothing negative about Bryce Young other than he's too small. And (laughs) in the league now, I'm just not sure that I care. The line's pretty good. He does a good job taking care of himself. And to me, he's just a superior prospect. I I couldn't have said it better, Josh. Who would you take first? Yeah, I'd take Bryce Young as well. God, we are oh, we going to agree on this? But I I'm think have going to figure out a way to make what, this an argument. But going deeper into what he's talking about, there, he's demonstrated a special ability to deliver when things break down. And when you look at what really succeeds, what teams are really looking for in the sport today, creativity is at the heart of what makes Pat Mahomes special and what makes Josh Allen special. And aside from the Georgia game, that was a question. That was a problem when things were off schedule for C.J. Stroud. And I think it was really good tape that you had for Bryce Young this past year because it wasn't a special Alabama line. The leading receiver for Bama last year was Jameer Gibbs, the running back, the Mm -hmm. former Georgia Tech running back. So he always delivered. And the thing that he does that I always love is that he keeps his eyes downfield, and when it breaks down, his first thought isn't just to run it. Like he, the LSU touchdown pass that he had, that is going to be the first thing they show when they announce the Panthers making the pick when that highlight tape plays, I'm sure. It's him keeping his eyes downfield constantly, creativity's at the root of it, and that's what you have to pick. I mean, if you want to take, if you're picking number one, you're taking somebody that has a skill set that is special, that is different, mm-hmm. that is elite to use a buzzword. And the when you look at CJ Stroud, I don't see anything that really jumps out in that regard. And for Bryce, it's that creativity, it's that special ability to when things break down, make a play. I I know how I'm going to make this an argument. It's going to be fun. Um, but but here's the thing: I've been saying this about Bryce Young from the beginning. A couple of things. First is that. He is the modern quarterback. He is the guy that when it breaks down, he he doesn't. There, like, there's no amount of chaos you can put around him that is going to throw him off. He's he's used to it. We spoke to his high school coach yesterday, and that, that he was doing that back in high school, and they let him do it. He was th- this guy was telling the assistants like, if Bryce does stuff like that, it's okay because he can do it. He understands. Uh, he just understands how to play that way. If Bryce Young 
were six foot and 200 pounds, then this would have been a no-brainer. Or, this is the better way, if C.J. Stroud were as good a quarterback as Bryce Young, this would also be a no-brainer. There's just too big a gap in terms of how they play the position, and this is not a knock on C.J. Stroud. Too big a gap between these two that it just Bryce Young, to me, is the only choice for number one. But let me ask you this, ask a, this question, uh, and I'll start with you, Josh. Let's just say the Panthers traded up to two, <laughs> right? And Bryce Young is gone because he is the first pick. Which quarterback would you take? Oh, man, I watched the movie Draft Day last night. Who, who's Gosh. to say they want to go all Kevin Costner and just take the edge rusher and then trade back in the top 10 and take a running no, back? That's not the, that was not the question. Uh, it would be C.J. Stroud. It, it'd be Stroud just Why? because you have, you have the physical tools and you have the Georgia game. So the Georgia game, uh, nobody against that defense really demonstrated an ability to move the ball on them. And also C.J. in that game, showed the ability to elevate when things weren't working his way. Like, uh, everybody talks about the receivers that he has. The two best games that C.J. Stroud had at Ohio State was the Rose Bowl, which is the biggest stage he played on until the college football playoff, and it was the Georgia game. And in both those games, he didn't have his full complement of talent. Like, in the Rose Bowl, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave had opted out and it was the Jackson Smith and Jigba show. Jackson Smith and Jigba did a first play. round pick. Yeah, he's a first round draft pick. And Marvin Harrison Jr., who's going to be a top five, top 10 pick a year from now, he got hurt early on in the game and he still was able to move it. So just because we saw it in that smaller sample size and he has the tools and you have an offensive staff that some were saying is like, oh, the offensive Avengers staff that David Tepper mm-hmm. helped put together. There's a salary cap on players, not on coaches. And David Tepper took advantage of that you would hope those physical traits and what you saw in the Georgia game would be enough to be the second quarterback on the board behind Bryce. Let's see if Jeremy has the right answer because Josh didn't. Uh, I, I could not disagree with you more vehemently if I tried. Okay. Uh, and I'm, and I'm going to answer your question with another question. Sure. If Will Levis had played at Ohio State with Marvin Harrison, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Chris Olave, and Garrett Wilson, Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete DeRuta with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? Really, there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888-843-0013-888-843-0013 or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. How would we view him? And would C.J. Stroud have survived playing with Wandale Robinson and four guys that are probably going to be <laughs> selling I, insurance? Can I answer that question? Can I answer that? That's fine. That's right. Why you guys are here? It's a roundtable. He was already in the Big Ten and couldn't see the field. He transferred out. As a freshman. Behind you know, Sean Clifford, who started for 18 years. I think Sean Clifford started at Penn State when I was still in high school. If he was at Ohio State. He'd be Joe Burrow before Joe Burrow decided he couldn't hit the field and had to transfer out. So who made that? Who, who, who did that right? Joe Burrow went to LSU. Yeah. What, wasn't that the mistake of Ohio State? Uh, I don't think it was because Ohio State still followed it up with 
pretty good talent out there that turned no, out no. to be top six. Who, did, who did Ohio State choose over Joe Burrow? Justin Fields. Who would you rather have? Eh, well. Okay, not Jeremy, close. answer the Joe Burrow, not close. Right. Well, tra- and, and, and I'll be honest with you. Tra- letting, letting Joe Burrow walk away for uh, Justin Fields is like wrecking your car and and getting a pair of roller skates. Oh, to, to this is like people who said that Tom O'Brien really messed up by letting Russell Wilson no, he walk. They, he, he, he had no choice. Who uh, was a really good player in college. Like Justin Fields took him to the playoffs. It's not like wrecking a Porsche. He did a pretty good job, I'd say. That's, he's, that's, he's fine. I, I've, I, look, I've been ranked over hot coals about everything I've ever said about Justin Fields, so now I just do it to poke Bears fans. Gotcha. I've, uh, look, I think if uh, if Bryce Young were two inches taller, three inches taller, the Bears might keep the pick. They would have kept the pick, and the uh, her, the Panthers oh, no would not be on the clock. Uh, all right, so, so your answer is, look, so Jeremy, your answer is Will Levis, right? Your answer is Will Levis. Oh, no doubt. Okay. Will Levis is my two. Right, okay. So you guys both got it wrong. I was at the Kentucky game last year and watched the or the Kentucky uh, Tennessee game last year, watching him throw three picks against a terrible secondary. Right. He looks like Sam Darnold 2.0. No, no, nah. This I is not Sam Darnold too. In fairness, it's not a knock on Will Levis. Will Levis may be good. It's not a knock on C.J. Stroud. If you have, if you're trading up from nine to as far as you can trade up, because mm-hmm. the the Bears aren't giving up the pick and they're taking Bryce Young. If you are trading up to two to get the next best quarterback. You're going to take the quarterback that you think has the chance to be the greatest. Mm-hmm. And there is nobody, who can, even Bryce Young, who can touch Anthony Richardson's ceiling if he hits. No, I know it's a long shot because there are a lot of moving parts with Anthony Richardson. But that guy, if he hits, is going to blow all four, all the other three out of the water. One minute retort or one sentence retort. Okay. He lost to Vanderbilt. Doesn't matter. It, it does. does it doesn't. He's he, he's played no football. He's had one year. His physical tools destroy everybody in this draft. I I think Bryce Young's going to be great. So it's an easy call for me. But the only other guy I would consider is Richardson because of the potential. Can, as, can I give a, a, a short retort there? Sure. As well? I am a lifelong Florida State fan mm-hmm. that walked into a Florida Gator bar. During the Florida State-Florida uh, game last mm-hmm. season, and the only way I could have been decked out in more Florida State garb was if I rode a horse into the bar because I had absolutely no fear that Anthony Richards was going to beat us. Doesn't matter. None of it matters. None, 53% it, completion. None of, none of that matters. It just doesn't. I'm not saying he – like when Cam Newton came out of Auburn, Cam Newton had already established himself as, oh, my gosh, this guy is great. Right, we so the, the, that's not the comparison. To clarify: but, Are you saying floor doesn't matter? Like for me, Jared Goff seems like the low end of what Stroud is going to become if it doesn't work out, and that's that. like the safety of that. The Who safety wants to be of safe. That, are you that, kidding me? That's Jared, why would you want to be safe? I mean, that you want to win. What are you afraid right? of? You're trying to be great. You're afraid the of what of Anthony Richardson's what I would be afraid of. You're afraid of what happened. I would be afraid of that too. But do so, I, I mean? Wanna, but hold on, hold on one second, Josh. Do I want to be great? That that is what you're striving for. I don't want to be nine and eight in the NFL. I want to be great. There's a reason why in the NBA draft, right? There's a reason why everybody is looking for the next great thing, as opposed to well. Because if you were just looking for somebody who was safe, you would take somebody 
like who you could get at number 21 because, well, you know, he's a little older player. He knows who he is. I think we can plug him in. He can help us right now. That ain't what they look for. They look for somebody who can be great because who wants to be just okay? And that's the reason that I would take Anthony Richardson. Uh, The only other quarterback I would consider over Bryce Young would be that guy, but that's okay. See, I turned it into fun. Yeah, that is fun. All right, next. You're also taking that high upside guy in the NBA draft is how you wind up with Nikolai Skidishvili. Just throwing that out there. Maybe, but I mean. I'm a Nuggets fan. That was a bad time in my life. That's quite all right. All right, Lamar Jackson. This is, a, this is a poll question I have asked already on the show, but I thought since we're close to the draft, uh, let's do it. Most likely, Lamar Jackson starts game one for Baltimore, starts game one for a team not named Baltimore, does not play in 2023, Jeremy. Starts for a team that's not Baltimore. Who do you think maybe? That's where it gets tougher because, I mean, Tennessee is the one that makes the most sense, but I'm not sure they wouldn't get eviscerated behind that line. Atlanta has showed less than no interest. The, the thing with Baltimore that I can't stop focusing on is when you get the list of visits, you should always pay attention to who the last visit is. And Anthony Richardson's last visit was with the Baltimore Ravens, which means they're doing their due diligence on him because they think he's going to be attainable. And I'll, nope. be, I'll elaborate <laughs> they on what you trade up. <laughs> Well, they would have to trade up for They're sure. But gonna trade up, have to trade, trade up. up to I think they could get into the back end of the top 10 and still get him, which is a lot less capital to give up. And I'll, I'll kind of piggyback on something that Adam said earlier. I would rather have Anthony Richardson on a rookie deal than have to pay Lamar Jackson. And Baltimore never overpays guys. No, that is so true. I, I will say true. at Tennessee, I'm not sure that it's not really clunky. But I will say his next start is with the Tennessee Titans. All right, Josh, answer the question. Most likely, Baltimore, another team, nobody. Baltimore, and it's because Jalen Hurts' contract that he just received this week. The big hanging up point is that the last big reset of quarterback deals was Deshaun Watson and Lamar feeling like he deserved all that guaranteed money. The fact that Jalen Hurts got $50 million less in guaranteed money while being two years younger and doing more in the playoffs is going to give the Ravens an opportunity to negotiate and do something that's a little bit more reasonable. And I disagree with the fact that Baltimore never overpays. They overpaid for Joe Flacco after he took them to the Super Bowl and won it. I think because they won the Super Bowl. Right. Because they won the Super Bowl. What what choice did they have? And uh, Joe Flacco never won an MVP. Last I I checked. I know, but what choice did they have? And also, Lamar, the day that OBJ signed in Miami, they were together, and they went to dinner. They went out to clubs that night. They know each other. That mm-hmm. is a piece of this negotiating uh, 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 discussion as well. I think the Jalen Hurts contract really helps. I think the OBJ signing helps. And I also think the fact that they probably should have won that playoff game in Cincinnati with Hunley at quarterback and the realization that Baltimore is probably his best chance to win is going to lead us to a place where Baltimore and Lamar hammer this thing out. Uh, Can I ask a question on that? Because he said something there that's that's really interesting to me. How much do you think Lamar cares about winning? Oh, I think he cares greatly about winning. I don't. I'm not so sure he does. I no. I I think he does. I think Lamar Jackson, and this is why, logically, the Jalen Hurts contract matters. But Lamar Jackson wants the Deshaun Watson contract, so the Jalen Hurts contract doesn't matter. 
And it should, but it doesn't. And this is what I 100% believe, that Lamar Jackson's not playing football this year. If he does, it will be for another team. But the And I think the only team that can and should do it, not, not, can't, not should, I think there are a lot of teams that should, I think Houston. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If I'm Houston, I'll make that deal. I'll Im- give myself immediate credibility by putting Lamar Jackson on the field. With How about a, that? With a, with a new coach. Unplanned, last two questions, three possible answers, three different choices. Selected. How about that? Mm-hmm. By Jeremy, yourself, and myself. All right. Next uh, next topic, Josh, you're uh, you're up for And then I, I guess the last question, if we have time for, is really uh, kind of a softball to Jeremy. Uh, what are your thoughts on the NCAA, uh, whatever committee it is that is going to do this, saying, yeah, we're going to let the clocks run after first downs? Aside from the final two minutes of each half, um, that's yeah. going to happen. Urgency matters. Um, when, when these games are getting way too long from a television perspective, three and a half, four hours long, we're seeing a great effect. We're seeing a great effect on baseball, how they sped things up with the pitch clock. I think it's going to be received positively speeding up these games a little bit, but I'm going to focus more on the health element of this where everybody's talking about, well, how does this, you know, the schedule. The being health expanded. element. Yes. The, I mean, the, the season oh, being yeah. expanded to a 12 team playoff starting next year. That, or the so, year why, so why even bring up health? Well, because why bring up health? I'm telling can you, can we why. stop? Can we pr- stop pretending that there's any no. health issue here? No, no, no. I'm saying they don't care. They, they are. Yes, they do. The no, people on the committee are talking no, about. They, no, 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 no. Please, Josh, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Don't fall for it. Anytime they tell you it's a health issue, laugh. It's not a health issue. Well, then let me argue for it. Twenty-one. Why? They're they don't. They're, they're they're just they're lying to you. If they but, cared about the health of the players, we wouldn't have a 12-game regular season plus a conference championship game plus a 12-team playoff. We just wouldn't. Say, we wouldn't have Thursday games. We wouldn't be playing Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And what are we doing? Say, and let's just say it was an unintended positive health impact. The fact that you limit games, they're averaging that this would affect a game being 20 snaps shorter than what we've seen with the clock being stopped after first downs. Oh, conference commissioners that, are just writing down... Oh, let's let's get on Josh Graham's show in uh, Sports Hub Triad because he will he will carry our water about it. This being a health issue, uh, how can you argue that this is because they don't care? You're, they, you're, every you're single day they prove to you they don't care. So you're, so, so stop carrying their water. Stop carrying their water. See, just because you're arguing intention, I'm arguing what it actually does that I think is a positive thing. If you have 21 fewer snaps a game and it's extrapolated across an entire season. That actually is a good thing, players playing fewer snaps. So you're asking me if I like it. It's something that I like because of this, even if it's something they didn't intend to do at all. Way to back your way out of that. Jeremy, do you like the uh, – Do you like? why don't they just time it like the NFL? Uh, I will say that there was definitely no intent to make this uh, a healthier because the NCAA is basically just – 
Ebenezer Scrooge and Mr. Burns from The Simpsons and every evil wealthy guy you've ever thought of that's just trying to find new ways to make money. Now, from the football perspective, it never made a whole lot of sense to me that the clock stopped on a first down anyway. So I I think that's going to make it more watchable. It's going to make the clock make more sense. And we have to build in the 17 replay stops that we have in every game. I'm really glad now we don't at least stop the clock and have to look at every play on replay for two and a half minutes. All right, we're we're, we're way over time, so we're going to make this – uh, get, I need a 15-second answer for both of you, then we're saying goodbye. Jeremy Green, uh, ESPN Asheville, at ESPN Draft Nerd, FSU or Clemson, football this year? Florida State. Josh, I, I'll make it real good, cut and dry because, they're to me, they're one of the best teams in the country. Uh, I, I do not disagree with you uh, at all. Uh, at Josh Graham Radio Sports Hub Triad, you're on the air soon. Uh, Florida State or Clemson this year? Clemson. Florida State hasn't beaten Clemson since 2014. Hasn't been within double digits until this past year. It's in Death Valley this year that they play. Every year there's a trendy team in the ACC. Last year it was Miami. The year before that it was Carolina. Fade that team every time. Appreciate you arguing history uh, as opposed to I said this year. Appreciate you arguing history. You taking Florida State in Death Valley? Yeah, I I think Florida State's better. Um, When's the last time they lost it? I think offensive line is the answer, and I think their quarterback is better, but the offensive line is the answer for Florida State. When Clemson gets a good offensive line and good wide receivers, Clemson will get back to being Clemson. My opinion, I'm wrong all the time. Josh Graham, Sports Hub Triad at Josh Graham Radio. Uh, Jeremy Green, ESPN Asheville at ESPN Draft Nerd. My favorite roundtable that I've ever done right now. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. See you now. Thanks, Adam. Oh, that was fun. I need a rest. Career-driven individuals ready to unlock your potential? Discover William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Our classes are tailored for the working professional. Attend class on your terms with our online sessions and choose from various start dates throughout the year. Dive into a curriculum designed for success. Every class is a stepping stone that takes you closer to your career goals. Take one or more classes. It's in your hands. Elevate your career with William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Dive deeper at williampeace.info slash sps. Your journey begins here.